Good morning. Yes, let's get it started. Oh, bright and early. Grab your favorite coffee, your java, your tea, whatever you like this morning. And uh, yeah, let's have a listen. My name is Michael Mullis. I work for a company called Mortgage Teacher. And well, that's exactly what I'm going to do today is bring up the hot topics on mortgages and what's going on in our office uh, to help explain to you guys or look us up on Google. Feel free read the reviews on how we help people out. Uh, I've said it many times before and I'll say it again. Mortgage teacher is, yeah, I'll, I'll do a little shout out here, of course. I'm, I'm paying for the airtime. I might as well. So what mortgage teacher does is it works with the bank. See, everything's on efficiency now. And it's no surprise, really, when you think of the logistics of it, because everything's gone this way. I mean, I'm 40, oh God, 45, 46 years old now. And wow, you know, banking has changed over my lifetime. And what I mean by that is, you know, even in the 90s to get my first car loan, I went into my local branch and got advice, you know, $8,000 is what I could go find. And then I flipped through an auto trader <laughs> and I found a car for, you know, $8,000. And that's how I how it worked. But now ever since I bought a vehicle, even new or used, hmm, it's actually typically through a dealership or I get the financing through the dealership and they lay out three different loans and I choose this one. And then, you know, for example, I have a BMO payment coming out of my TD account and I don't care. You know, that's great. It's a car payment. And then I, you know, work on paying that off quicker. Well, when you think about it, mortgages aren't much different. And that's where mortgage teacher kind of shines. We teach you about all the different mortgages and then we can place you there no matter which institution it is. And like I teach a lot of people, you see, there's different, there's actually over 30 banks in Canada. We know the big five, but, you know, to name a few here in London, we have National Bank. They've got some branches, right? You see HSBC in the Toronto airport advertised big, right? So Laurentian Bank. So you do see some, uh, some of these other banks. So what does it mean to have, to be a bank? Well, yeah, it means you can get a mortgage at a bank, but that's, it. they're more than that. It means they're allowed to do insurance. They're allowed to do investing. Uh, you know, they're allowed to give you the bank account. So there's more to the banking being a, an approved bank. Let's just explain it as simple as that. Then there's trust companies. And a lot of people are like, well, what's a trust company? A lot of people in London may have heard of First National, uh, a company called MCAP. These are trust companies that are not full bank approval, but they just lend in mortgages. And that's all they care about which is great. Uh, you know, they don't have TV commercials. They don't have advertisements here. You know, they don't really push out. They just care about mortgages. Um, the bad news is with those guys is, you know, you have to have really good credit to, to get mortgages with them. The good news is it's, it's a hands-on mortgage. It's pretty easy to log in on online and put money down on your mortgage when you want. Hmm. There's that hot coffee we talked about. So these are the examples. And then of course, uh, here in London and surrounding area, we have credit unions. That's fantastic because, you know, they can be used in a lot of our small towns too, considering. So through mortgage teacher, no matter who you want to work with, major banks, you know, trust companies, um, you know, credit unions, we can kind of help design an overall plan. So sorry for the whole pitch there on what we do, but a lot of people are like, you know, what's the difference? Well, it's, it's just like a financial planner, kind of like reverse. We're going to, we want to help you pay off this mortgage. <clears throat> and that's what I want to talk about mainly on today's program. A lot of us are all focused on interest rates, focused on interest rates. The rates are going up, but we're kind of missing the opportunities. And that's the main thing I want to focus on today. So like I mentioned earlier, 
We're not here to get you a mortgage. Let's help you get rid of it. And that's kind of the topics I'm going to bring up on today's show. So for one, of course, hot in the news, you might have heard uh, me talking with Mr. Stubbs on uh, AM980. Of course, we were talking about the interest rates increasing and how it can affect people. Uh, Yes, the fixed rates have been going up. So that's typically when, you know, you guys call my office or we talk or I see in a hockey dressing room or at a golf course or kids sports, right? You know, it's, uh, hey, hey, Molly, that's what I get. (laughs) Michael, what is the interest rates at? Well, what do you mean by the interest rates? The interest rates. Well, I think the measurement is the five-year fix. I think when we're asking someone, what's the rates at? I think the top comparable seems to be five-year fix. So let's just all agree on that. Do you agree? That's the most common number when we're saying the rates. So yes, the five-year bond, okay, the five-year fixed has increased. We're at about, you know, maybe three and a quarter percent. Three and a quarter percent. Think about it, folks. You know, my grandparents taught me to look for the lowest rate. And that was when they were fighting 18%. And my parents fought 8% interest rates. And we're down to 3.25. So it's not, the rates are still all time low. Okay, those are for fixed rates and variable. Oh my gosh, we're still under 2%. That's on a five-year variable. So now the rates are good. Yes, the rates have increased, but still the more important thing that the opportunity we are missing here, and this is what I'm going to emphasize all show, is the opportunity we have in front of us and why we have this opportunity right now, this show. It's because it's the perfect time of year. We are all receiving our year-end mortgage statements. And I'm not going to lie. I'm blown away of how little we know or for some reason our habits. And a habit means you're doing something without noticing. But of course, our habits are we don't even look at the mortgage statement. I could ask a hundred people in a row and I'm going to call you out. Feel free to send me an email if you know the answer. Don't cheat. Be honest with me. Pure honesty right here, if you can handle it. Can you handle the truth? Do you know how much you pay off per year in your mortgage? This is the ultimate question. Is it $6,800? Is it $8,500? Is it you know, $11,200 per year? Do you know how much you pay off per year? The reason we can find out, we have our year-end mortgage statements. Now's your chance because this year is a little different than previous years. Maybe you worked from home. Maybe you're creating a tax deduction. You get to write off some of your expenses at home, which one would probably be your interest that you paid all year. Therefore, this year, more than other years in the past, depending on your job, you might require to hand in your year-end mortgage statement to your accountant. It makes total sense, right? So let's write off some interest. Okay, I'm listening. You got my ear. Okay. Now, what I want you to pay attention to is how much do you pay off? Is it 6000 Is it 8000 First of all, let's just discuss the fact that why don't we know this number? Why don't we pay attention? I get calls all day long, all day. The interest rate, the interest rate, the interest rate. But nobody calls to figure out a plan how to pay off more. At the end of the day, the interest rate is just a piece of the puzzle to help you pay off more. You want to pay the least amount of interest and of course the most amount of principal. And that's the opportunity we're missing on because these are the numbers that I see all day long. For example, people come into the office and they're, you know, they're paying 800 bi-weekly towards their debt. That's fine. 
Maybe it's a mortgage, maybe a, plus a little bit of line of credit from a renovation debt, and maybe a vehicle loan from two years ago, and they still have three years left. And they're doing this. Well, if they're used to 800 bi-weekly, we write up the new plan, we look, they're currently only paying about, you know, maybe 10000 in total principal. We could rewrite a whole new plan, and now they're paying off 34000 with still paying 800 bi-weekly. These are the types of things I we look at. What are you used to paying out per month and how much principal are you paying off? Because that's what I see we're missing out on. We should be seeing principal per year of well above $15,000 a year. So if it's less than $15,000 a year in principal, then maybe you should consider a new plan. Take a look. What I want to teach people is while these rates are low, folks, what are you doing about it? For example, we've all heard about this stress test. Every single Canadian has to qualify at 5.25%. Not a first-time home buyer. Not if you're just buying a second home. It doesn't matter. Everyone has to qualify. Why would the government do that? It's a standard. In fact, maybe someday the rates will be at 5%. Go look at the states in 2008. That housing collapse. These were all measures put in place to prevent things like that occurring. So when we see houses increasing like this, and we're all afraid that there's going to be a bubble burst and the houses are going to collapse, well, how? We have so many measures in place. We have the stress test applied at 525. As far as refinancing, we all have to keep 20% equity in our homes. A lot of, remember in the back in the day, you could refinance up to 100% of your home. So with us keeping 20% equity in our home, that's a pretty big, uh, that's a lot of room for safety. So I think our market and our money is pretty safe when you look at the big picture. Okay, does that, does that make sense? But like I said, what are you going to do about it? If the government standard is 5.25%, then where should you set your bar? Wow, that went by quick. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're hot deep into what you can do about mortgages and how you can take advantage with, you know, today's low rate. So anyway, I got to jump to a news break. Please tune in. We'll come right back after this. We'll be right back. Thanks. Well, here we go again. Thank you. If you didn't change the dial, uh, we were in a pretty good topic there about taking advantage of your mortgage and, you know, looking at things in a, in a big perspective. And the most important thing is, hey, if you're just tuning in now, go grab your mortgage statement. And I called people out, you know, do you know how much you pay off in your current mortgage? And the big question was, why don't we know? So here's the question. Why don't we know how much we pay off per year? And if you're wondering, who is this? What is going on? <laughs> My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And that's exactly what we're doing on today's program, folks, is discussing what the focus should be on. It's your year end, like I discussed, and you should be getting a year end mortgage statement. In fact, this year, depending on your job, you might even be able to write off some of the interests working from home. So more than ever before, your accountant may be asking for your year-end mortgage statement. You, of course, are focusing on the interest to write off. But let's focus on principle here in, in life. Meaning, why don't we focus on how much we pay off per year? We focus on the interest rate. We focus on the payment. But we don't even focus on how much we pay off. These are the type of things that, you know, we focus on and create a plan for you at Mortgage Teacher at no cost. It's free. You don't like our advice? Nicely, politely, tell us to go away. <laughs> don't use it. It's free, no obligation. But with that being said, let's go a little deeper and teach you guys exactly 
what and how and we should all be doing. Hey, I don't care what bank you deal with. We deal with them all. We just want to set it up. Okay. So what I wanted people to focus on and, and, and I kind of scratched the surface a little bit with history because, you know, I told, I mentioned it before. I'm my mid forties and, you know, I was raised small town. Don't really borrow money. Try to pay it off as quick as you can. Okay. I get it. That's all great. But you know, there's also things I learned along the way to create smart money uh, with tax deductions and such. And also I learned opportunity being an entrepreneur. You know, I learned the money bank system, how to use it the right way and not, I guess, fall for the sales. Um, and it kind of makes sense because I, I talked earlier in the program about how banking's changed. But when you think about it, you know, my grandparents used to go into the branch to invest. When they had a hundred thousand, they went to invest. They don't anymore. Usually people have a planner, um, life insurance. Usually you get through a life insurance planner now, right? Uh, car insurance. You don't even go into the branch typically and get it. You get that outside, you know, maybe some, some other brands outside of a bank. So those are all assets, you know, investments and insurance. And we don't really use our branch like we used to. Wow. Come to think of it. That's true. Then let's even take expenses, you know, things like lines of credit. Yeah, we usually get them at the bank. Vehicle loans. Mm, no, we get those through the dealership like we mentioned before. One thing that I'm shocked, credit cards. I teach many young of our youth, you know, go start building your credit at 18 years old. Uh, but they don't come in with bank cards. They come in with Home Depot, Walmart, you know, crypto cards, and you know, maybe a Toronto Maple Leafs card I've even seen before. So... These are things we don't necessarily use the branch the way we used to. We use the banks for banking. And even then with COVID, I mean, how many times have we stood in line and they said, sir, you know, you don't, you need to be here. You can do this online, online. So when it comes to advice, of course, naturally, mortgage teacher is a little bit new and different because it's the first time that we actually take mortgage advice from someone outside of a branch that way. And that's the whole broker bank that's, you know, been a talk for years and years and years. But at the end of the day, it's the approach we take on it. Let's just, instead of teaching people how to get a mortgage, ugh, there's too many advisors that way. Let's teach you how to get rid of it. Okay. And that's what exactly what we've been doing here at Mortgage Teacher. So in order to call you out, and I did earlier in the show, and hopefully when we started this program, you went and had time to get your mortgage statement. Okay. And let's take a look at how much you're paying off because is it six grand a year? Is it eight? To be honest with you, I like to see at least $15,000 a year. Our grandparents battled out 18% rates. Our parents battled out 8% rates, like I said. And here we're fighting and calling all over and driving across the city to go and get a 1.8 or a 2.3. I mean, guys, rates are low. Flip a coin. They're great. But I'm going to ask you, what are you going to do with it? So... Just before the news break, we were talking about the stress test, meaning the government standard, the government standard is 5.25%. So when people come to me and say, you know, I'm up for renewal, my banks offer me this rate, I don't trust them, what rate can you get me? That's the typical kind of question. The more important thing is, man, you're missing the boat because you look at the numbers and you really, the plan should be set a bit more aggressive and you should be paying off a lot more, but no one, it's pretty hard to convince this when, you know, we're fixed on a certain payment or a certain number to look at. So what I teach people is at least like, when have we taught, when has teachers taught us, our parents, you know, when do we teach our kids, coaches, advisors, when have we ever taught anyone to set the bar below government standard? And here's what I'm meaning. If the stress test in order to be able to get a mortgage 
is 5.25%. Maybe we should be setting our budgets, our personal budgets at 5.25%. And hey, lo and behold, if you lock in for five years at 3.25, good for you. Then the rest is going to be principal in your bank account. If you go take a variable at 1.5 and wow, you're paying off an additional $600 a month in principal. Good for you. And guess what? If rates go up a quarter and you call in freaking out because your payment went up 35 bucks, what do you care about 35 bucks? You're already ahead $600 a month. See what I'm trying to get at? Don't be scared of the rates increasing. This is why I wanted to get through this whole show about calling you out about how much we're paying off. Set the bar a little higher. Create new habits. Like I said earlier, the habits we have typically mean that we do it without noticing. The unfortunate thing is, to be honest with you, I'll be blunt. I don't know if you can handle the truth, but you're going to hear it. Is the banks taught us bad habits. Yeah, I trust my grandparents. I love my grandparents, my parents. They taught me good ethics, good values. But guess who taught them? A banker. Someone that worked at a bank. And that's why now's the time Don't worry about the increasing rates. Focus that energy on what you're going to do about it. And if you need help, guidance, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not somebody teaching you how to get a better mortgage. There's not a golden pot of mortgage out there that you're trying to get and people are trying to hide from you. It's how we handle it and what's the plan. And more importantly, how do you create a plan that can't fail? How do you create a good habit? Folks, look at the technology. Look in your hand. Look up, look at the screens we're all looking at, okay? We have automation tools right in front of us. We just got to learn how to use them. And those are the type of things, habits, that's how you create a good habit. You succeed without even noticing. And that's what the type of plan we want to have here at Mortgage Teacher. Literally, that you're going to pay off $17,000 a year in order to, you know, pay your mortgage off quick and get you where you want to be. Where do you want to be in five years from now? Where do you want to be in 10 years from now? So these are the type of things, it's time to sit down, look at these numbers differently, take advantage. If you're looking on doing any mortgage plans this summer, if you have a renewal coming up, if you, you know, maybe I caught your ear and you want to create a tax deduction, a lot of us are getting some pay increases and we're paying a lot of tax and we're going to have to pay more. So maybe you want to start creating those tax deductions. Well, here at Mortgage Teacher, we'll work with your accountant, we'll work with your financial planner. In fact, that's where we shine, working with the other professionals to help you save money. Again, reach out at mortgageteacher.com. Feel free to look at the reviews, read about us. My name is Michael Mullis. Might take a bit, but I am uh, pretty busy, but it's tough to get back to emails. But please reach out. We'll chat and uh, let's make a difference. London, surrounding area, this is the years to come. Don't worry about the increasing rates. Worry more about what you're going to do about it. Thanks again. I'm signing off. Have a great weekend and stay warm. Cheers.